0: what is up welcome to 2023 the sight and sound podcast presented by hard guy media the tyler brothers are here today we got the three of us here today to discuss some upcoming films possibly some recent purchases things we're looking forward to and all things physical media in film music uh In the year of 2023, we ended the year on some top films and albums of 2022, and here we are, New Year. And, you know, something we talked about last year is a lot of the intellectual properties of yesteryear are what's keeping some aspects of my excitement and yours alive and well in the new years to come and this year we is no different we have i mean to give you a quick synopsis we're not going to dive into anything crazy right yet but we have a new scream coming out scream six titled scream six even though scream five was titled scream so there technically was no scream five it was just scream
1: you get a free pass everyone does that
0: we got a salem's lot direct uh, or not a direct sequel but a uh Uh, A remake as it were Pushed back a year due to COVID I guess Um, That was supposed to come out last year It's coming out this year Um, What else we got I think there's a new Insidious coming out
1: Insidious We got a What looks to be an enthralling uh, Case of uh, Evil Dead coming out here An Evil Dead Uh, um, Saw Is there a new Saw movie coming out this year or am I wrong about that? I'm End not of the year. sure.
2: I I saw something that it was Saw Ten or Saw yeah, X.
1: So, I think it's going to be called Saw X. Yeah, Saw X. Um, they're just feeding off of the. They're just feeding off the title X.
0: Now, correct me if I'm wrong. It was early 2021 they announced the casting for what was going to be a Paramount Plus original. Film of a pet cemetery, uh, a pet cemetery film. There's been nothing, no updates whatsoever on that. Yeah, nothing I've seen. And it's, weird, it's comp-
1: weird how the industry works like that, though. I feel like the yeah, news comes out, and then you, you, you like not only do you not hear of anything, then you can't find anything about it afterwards. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that was supposed to that filmed that wrapped filming, too, according to reports in 2021 that wrapped filming in late October, early November of 2021, a full calendar year has passed and more since, and heard not a lick of anything. Uh, so that's interesting. We got a new Re- Renfield, a new Dracula film that it looks like they're taking the piss out of themselves a little bit. Having Nick cage play the Dracula. Um, yeah, it just seems like every year as much as don't get me wrong there were some original horror movies that came out, I think it reinstills the how strong previous uh horror movies are that we're still getting a new scream. We're getting, you know, a Friday the 13th show on Peacock where, you know, we're getting all this stuff from shit that already exists. I mean, is it because in your guys' opinion, do you think it's because that stuff is so loved by the fans that they know people will clamor for more of it, even if they, even if a certain fraction of those fans, you know, would claim to be sick of it? It seems like when you look at something like the Halloween f- films, people get sick of it for a little bit, but then they always want more.
1: I'll let I'll let Brian start here. Yeah. What do you want me to what was the question? Forget it, I will take care of it. Um yeah, no, I, I think uh it's like we kind of talk about with horror, I think um I think some people some production companies maybe look at it like it's it's easy money and you know and they always do big in the theater, so they think they're going to pump that stuff out. And like you said, we've seen a resurgence in uh, some of the classic titles being remade or sequels like that, so I mean, I just think horror is alive and well. Um, some of it is genuine, and, and some of it's like we talk about always kind of seems like it's just moneymakers trying to uh, just pump junk out just to make some sort of money. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Were, That's kind of my take on
0: it. Were either of you shocked that they greenlit and got right into making a Scream 6 right after the... the um the highlighted success of, of the last scream film that came out a year ago, last January.
2: I guess I'm not surprised. Um, that's what I thought would happen after scream four, but didn't scream four sort of underperformed, right? Yeah, it did. Big Which is surprising to me. Cause I thought that one would have been more successful.
0: Yeah. But... I'm not sh- I'm not sure what, what the, the, the ball drop was on that. I, I'm not sure. I also think time has been even more kind to the scream films and obviously and unfortunately the death of Wes, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder. I feel like there's another generation of people that discover the scream stuff. So once we get a new scream, I feel like it was just a circumstantial thing where scream five ended up. I mean, which is kind of blows my mind when you think about, in my opinion, how vastly, different and uh better scream four is than than say five uh granted that's just my opinion but um to think that that scream five uh did way better than scream four um it's interesting to think about and immediately they saw an opportunity and they said we're gonna keep going for it um granted you know i think it's all everything is unfortunate how it worked out with them not thinking that they needed to pay nev and her just not being a part of it i think that um for me it, it kind of seems like it's it we're gonna start entering the watered down phase i already think the last one was a little bit albeit entertaining but yeah i, I don't know like maybe they can do something really cool but um I'm,
1: I'm excited i'm excited for the new one i i think the uh the backdrop of new york city makes it sound kind of cool to me Personally. I
0: think I think they just get lost in their own sauce, though. Like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna release a new film. It's gonna be Scream Five, but we're not gonna call it Scream Five. But okay, now we are gonna call Scream the new Scream that came after that one, Scream Six. <laughs> yeah, I mean that.
1: There's it's I a mean, little bit like it's a little bit like pro wrestling writing, right? Like if we did no, this. And there's really not. There's really not much. It doesn't make sense, but eh, like no one's gonna question it. So whatever.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, no one really thinks about this, but it reminds me of when the fourth Final Destination was called the Final Destination, right? And then they came out with Final Destination Five, but
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'd also, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: I was just gonna say I justify it with Stream Five because they sort of make fun of it in the movie, and it's commenting on the requels, as they call it like Halloween and Candyman and even the thing, which was a prequel that right. don't have a number or a subtitle. Like it's still kind of stupid and annoying, but at least it's commented on in the movie. Or maybe that's more annoying because they comment on it in the movie. Yeah. Not everyone likes that.
0: I, I feel like <laughs> they're trying to, they're trying to get credit and try to be, I think they try too hard. Um, At least with that one, they tried they tried to be too meta if that makes sense they just tried to go like i don't know they it it didn't completely hit the mark for me that said it's a rewatchable film it's not something that's not watch, not watchable i i do like it but uh i'm interested to see how six is granted um i'm a little pissed off about how everything shook out but just to
1: circle back on the original question too like i think
0: you know it's like
1: we talk about like money's money. Like it's like Netflix or anything. Like something comes out and it's even remotely uh, successful, they're gonna probably try to to build off of that. So, you know, yeah. I thought Scream Four was better than Scream Three. Even I know maybe that's kind of no, that's that's controversial. That's, yeah, but, no, so, that's uh, fair. That's weird. Yeah, fair. it's weird that Four didn't do so great, but Five was enjoyable. You know, we saw in theaters and and like I said, I think it's cool that the thing that's intriguing about this next one is is the backdrop of of new york city instead of i mean i know we had la uh, for 3 but you know all the other ones really kind of somewhat isolated look i just think it's a, it, it sounds like it could be cool so
0: no for sure i agree um we we shall see um thoughts on on where do you think do you think 2022 was a strong year for horror i kind of had a conversation with uh with max from ready to retro via text uh, a couple days ago and he seems to think that it was a quite strong year with original ideas for horror in 2022 and he thinks it's one of the more stronger years um and i was kind of just like i mean it's better than maybe the last previous years but i don't think there's really been a year in horror that's like, oh my God. The only thing I will say about last year was just the success of the low budgetness. Um, the or you know, a low budget film like Terrifier 2 and a sequel to an even lower budget film being as successful as it was. And granted, it didn't make Avatar money, not saying that, but like in the scheme of being under a million dollars and making you know, whatever it was, I think it was $300,000, but making $10 million plus or 12 million, I think it may. I mean, that's huge. That's huge for them. And I think that's going to get studios really thinking like, Hey, look what kind of movie that they can produce for, for that amount of money. And yeah, you're not making James Cameron. I mean, not many people are making top gun Maverick and, and avatar two money, but if you can, take a film for half a million dollars and make 12 15 million dollars on it studios are gonna that's lucrative for studios
1: for sure i mean me personally i actually i do think 2022 was actually good for horror honestly and i think it's only because you know a handful of films maybe but again i think that is a lot like i think with you know x and pearl and like you said like terrifier and just what i mean i know what the Halloween ends thing. Like I, I loved Halloween ends. and I, I, so I think like it was actually a pretty good year and especially for some and barbarian. And I think there some strong original stories out there. Um, So, yeah, I think, it, I think it was, it was successful to be honest with you.
0: I didn't yeah. I mean, yeah. say it wasn't successful. I just don't think like in 20 years, I don't think people are going to look back on 2022 and be like, man, what a, it's not 1985. It won't be what 1985 well, is. And that, I think that's un-
1: yeah, and I agree with you. But that's also because like yeah, like it's just I think, and that's what I mean. That's the kind of what I'm the way I'm looking at it. Like nowadays, I think it is impactful. But yes, I mean, it's tough to compete with back in the day when you got these, you know, like the the ones who paved the way. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I agree with Eric that I th- I think it was a strong year. I think Axe and Pearl and even Nope. And Terrifier, like all the ones you mentioned, um, they were all really good or at least really interesting. And they had a big impact. Like Pearl is everywhere. I always see, I mean, it, it's, it's weird and kind of cringy to measure the success of a movie based on how many memes you see. But I do see Pearl memes
1: everywhere. <laughs> no, and I mean, I you're... I think that's that's justifiable. I think it shows that it's people are thinking about it. People are using it. I just think like you know, touching on what Jesse said, he's right. Like it's not gonna, you know, it's tough to compete with these the '80s or whatever. But that's just because it's like impossible. Like you're not gonna compete. But I just think nowadays, like, and I, and I guess I didn't really go back and look at recent years and what's come out. But like, I don't know. I, I I could like easily name a bunch of movies that came out this year that were I thought were really strong. So yeah,
2: but I also think.
1: I don't think it's like it's not 1985
2: to me. Like it's hard to compete with any year in the 80s horror wise oh, yeah. But I also do want to point out I know a lot of those 80s horror movies we love weren't as impactful to people at the time like they sort of
0: No, exactly.
1: Yeah, true. Sure, so sure. Their fan base over the years. Also so, did I mean did did Meg hey, come out in 1985? No, it didn't. So Did, did what? what came out men
0: <laughs>
1: that didn't come out in 1985
0: <laughs> is men the society of our generation <laughs> you know i
1: actually
2: didn't i still haven't watched men
0: have you seen society
2: i love society you yes actually i've that? only seen society once but i did love it
0: um right. well i i yeah it's easy to say things like that like and I know a lot of the films of the 80s people more so they they get garnered more respect and and uh, allure as years went on but with something like Fright Night I feel like Fright Night is definitely something that people liked at the time because Fright Night actually made money too Fright Night made money in the box office which I think people forget and granted I don't think that they can make and I firmly believe this. I don't think that they can make a serious scary monster film and make it be successful these days. One cuz it's funny as it is that like a lot of people like these Marvel movies and these like you can't even like it's so like detached from like a reality storyline in like these Marvel movies and stuff, but I think it's funny. I think people just can't take like say a werewolf movie or a vampire a serious vampire film serious um and then when we do get them they're really like the i don't even know like i think a tv movie would have been better than the invitation the invitation was just the saddest excuse for a vampire film i think maybe i've ever seen i didn't see that
1: yeah i haven't watched it yet either but i know you told me how many wasn't a ringing endorsement uh and i haven't heard a lot of great things about it so
0: I mean, I I also think it's it's people that aren't horror people making horror films, the, so they want to be elevated or whatever the fuck you want to yeah. call it. They want it to be more than a horror film type thing. And uh... well,
1: also like with the accessibility of these films, like think like with streaming services now, like if if there was never if there's no such thing right now as like a streaming service on, like Netflix and like a movie like The Invitation came out, I th- you're right though. Like I think people who are just into horror or like just want to you know what i mean they're gonna they're gonna seek that movie out and watch it but now because it is so accessible you do have a it opens up to a broader horizon or broader uh you know audience because you know my dad could be looking at netflix and and just see that and just kind of play it you know what i mean so i think you are you're on something with that i believe
0: i'm really interested to see where um and they're making a new Conjuring movie. There's a new Insidious movie coming out. I mean, that, that shit just won't die. Like, they just... They refuse to stop making those films. They'll wait a couple years, but then they're like, we need another one. Can we get fucking... What's the dude's name? Patrick Wilson? Yeah. Like, we gotta get him fucking on board. I mean, uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to see where horror ends up in the next few years. I do think that this was a... Uh, developmental year I think for horror and I think for Ty West to release two films that are arguably on a lot of horror fans I'll say this I'll say horror fans horror fans like top 10 lists or top 5 lists or whatever though one of those two movies ended up on everyone's list that I you know had talked to or kind of our list like Axe or Pearl was on everybody's list for him to release those two having such a break that he had and release those two and have a third one you know, coming out like I think in 2024. I'm not sure if it's coming out this year. I think the last I heard, it wasn't coming out until.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to come out this year, anyway. At least not that I've I've read.
0: But uh, that's. I mean, when you think of that, and you think about Barbarian and things like that, I'm not saying it wasn't a bad. It was a bad year. Um, I I don't think it's a year that people are gonna. Maybe they will though. Maybe like to BT's point, like are we going to look back on this in five years and be like, this kind of set the foundation for what horror movies are going to be. But also there's so many different offshoots and sub genres of horror films. Like, yeah. I don't know if I would, uh, it's so hard. Some of these films, like they teeter on trying to be more than horror films, either intentionally or unintentionally. So it's hard for me, for me, I'll, I'll pose this question. What, type of horror film are you craving that you think the market is dried up on and has not been has we have not seen for me i mean it's i've said it a million times is true monster movies i want vish i don't want nick cage like goofy like i'm hungry like fucking vampire film i don't want that like i want a fucking vicious gnarly vampire film i want a fucking insane brutal tearing fucking arms off fucking torsos werewolf film i want a monster movie i think monster movies are a thing of the past unfortunately because people just like want supernatural or serial killers or or something just like a little wonky and off the beaten path of what horror has been
1: yeah i think the problem with the monster movie now is for me well not for like i want i'm with you but i think some there are a lot of low. You know indie uh, monster movies, but that's the problem. I just think like the because of budget, maybe it's like you're either using CGI that like kind of just takes it completely away, or like your special effects just aren't there. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like I just think like that's just kind of the way it feels to me a little bit. If I don't, I don't know if you guys agree, but I just you know what I mean. Like just, yeah, it's you tough. gotta.
0: Like, it like if you're gonna
1: make a werewolf movie right now, like imagine. You're pro- you're going I'll, CGI probably. I'll, You're not I'll,
0: gonna. I'll pose this: if From Dusk Till Dawn was all CGI vampires, would we love it?
1: Probably not, because I think it would take away. Uh, what you know, I don't know. Like there are CGI stuff films with CGI that I love or shows. You know, obviously we're big Buffy fans. That was all like,
0: and there is some CGI in From CGI, Dusk Till like, Dawn, CG-ness. but but even like, uh, I don't know. I just. I think there's too much reliance on that because makeup takes so much time. Um, For sure. For sure. But you look at something like, and maybe I'm just talking out of my ass here and I I don't work for a studio. I'm not a makeup effects artist, but you look at like the simple and, and the, the big thing with the lost boys was the, the lenses at the time were, were, you know, weren't great just because of the time period. Now, You could fucking you could get an amazing set of like easy wear contact lenses and and they had just little prosthetics on their brows and their high cheeks and a, a little bit like on their, you know, from in their eye area like that. That's all the makeup effect. There wasn't a lot of makeup and teeth. That was there wasn't a lot of makeup effects in Lost Boys, but it's one of the most like it's one of the best like simple vampire makeups and they were genuinely fucking scary. And even if you want to trace it back to like Buffy again, relative, I mean, obviously some of the vampires got really extensive and some makeup, but relatively there was just kind of that Greg Canham fucking high brow, high cheek and fangs and eye contacts. Like there wasn't anything really crazy with them too. And those are memorable, like scary ass vampires for me. Um, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't. I don't know. I want more vampire and werewolf films. I guess that's just me.
1: Well, I think there's always been a lack of. Uh, when you think of like monster creature, werewolf was always kind of taking a backseat to. Do you either one to of vampire you think or even zombie at this do point? Do either one so. of you
0: think there'll be a resurgence of any kind of monster movie? Do you think it's real? I I think it, I think it's dead. I think it's something we will not get. Like in a, in a true like the way the conjuring and insidious is and everything and all the haunting parent. Like, I don't think we're ever going to get like a two to five year boom the way we got it with them.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's tough to say. I mean, anything could happen, obviously. I mean, I really, I know it sounds cheesy and, and maybe you wouldn't agree, but like, I know Ryan Gosling really wants to make a Wolfman movie. He really loves like the original, you know, Lon Chaney, uh, Wolfman. Like, I don't know what direction that would go, but I know he's a fan of like, Really, of the old, old horror stuff, I mean I, that that could be something that could be cool and maybe spark something, but yeah, I mean beyond that, um you know I, I don't know it's 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 tough to say what do you think, Brian? I think the problem is I would love to see a wolfman movie
2: by the way, but I think the problem is every time they try to bring back at least the universal monster stuff, they yeah. try to make it like a big like action epic. True. Like, right, right. Lots of CGI and, and it always fails, but they
1: always try it every few years. For sure. Um, I mean, they did. I think they did have a plan to for like, you know, they had Tom Cruise's mummy and then I'm uh, pretty sure what Johnny Depp was going to play like an invisible man. And I know I think uh uh what's his name there? Um uh His name is escaping me right now. The guy who was in uh, the No Country for Old Men. Hey, oh. Javier Bardem.
0: Oh, okay. Was gonna
1: do like some sort of Frankenstein uh, monster type thing, but I'm pretty sure that all got scrapped. But I think if you like Google, there's actually like pictures of them all together because they were gonna do like a whole resurgence of like the Universal monster type thing. But like I said, yeah, yeah. Gosling's been trying to work on this uh, werewolf thing, which I'm a big fan of his, and I think that could be cool. But yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Like I don't know how the uh, studio decks think. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I think like when it comes to horror specifically, and I think you guys would all vouch like you're you're always going to have like a slasher flick, like there's always going to be those cheesy slashers, or even like, you know, like that's just something that's always going to come out. And then the paranormal thing is so big, like this. I was pretty bummed by the Evil Dead Rise or whatever. I I think that looked, and no offense to these Insidious movies, uh, but it just looks like if you. change How many the name more do we that, need? if you change the name of that and said it was insidious rise or something it I, I i just don't see the evil dead in that that's all and i'm i'm a big fan of those films um i just so that it really bummed me out kind of but
2: i think someone just needs to make like a really good vampire movie or a really good werewolf movie just to set off like because if it's successful enough people will make more of them
0: yeah it would have to be um, well, it'd have to be yeah. a, a, a box office success i think yeah yes or if there was some but, sort of
1: like if netflix did a you know some sort of like you know like netflix tried to do like the invitation or something if they if so, if they put something out that really got big and people loved it then you could see maybe like like i said a resurgence of of whatever i mean so isn't there another
2: adaptation of salem's lot coming out like it was already filming
0: yeah um i I had mentioned this too. um, so it got pushed back a year. It was supposed to come out in September of two thousand and twenty two and it got pushed back to like April May, and now I think it's been pushed back to October, which makes sense, and I'm all on board for. So I hope that one's good. um i I mean, I would love uh, you know it, it would take and i in to Brian's point, I think it would take something like that with an existing i p and something some people are familiar with. But there are plenty of people who aren't familiar with Salem's Lot that would go check it out and be like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Because I do think there was a large portion of it fans that had never seen the 1990 miniseries and then probably revisited it after the fact. But there's still a large portion of, of, I think, people who discovered that and knows Pennywise and it as the 2017 release. So maybe yeah. it would take something like Salem's Lot. Maybe Salem's Lot comes out and blows the balls off everybody, and does good. Who know? Who knows? Um, yeah. But it it does seem like there. And don't get me wrong. Even Salem's Lot, the original one, had action ele- adventure elements to it. But it was so big. Ba- like it's a Stephen King, you know, story. So obviously the master of horror when it comes to writing, for sure. So I I hope that. Sales lot is uh, a success, and I hope it, it inspires people. So I do have high hopes for that. I, so I can, it's one of my favorite King books, and it's one of my favorite King stories. So I can only hope. Yeah, same, same. I
1: mean, if they could do anything justice and 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 put eyes on it that maybe didn't see it before, and it's actually good, it, it pays respects to the older stuff, and it and it the current fans of the older stuff, if it makes them happy, and also like I said opens it up to a new audience. I'm all for it, you know. I mean, we always talk about it. We want horror to survive and and you, you know, movies to be made and shows to be made. So, I just I think we just want it to be like a genuine thing, so. Well, I would what uh, go ahead.
0: No,
2: no, go ahead. Oh, I'm just one thing that we have been getting that I would like more of are these horror movies that are very vague about what it's going to be about?
0: Yes. You have like, no
2: idea what to expect. Sometimes it's totally stupid, but it's fun. Right. Sometimes it's what like I... a masterpiece. You know, like that's how hereditary kind of was. And this last year with malignant and then barbarian. And there's one coming out this year and it's called like skin, a or something. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it.
0: If, um, if you can, if you can harness the the art of not giving away anything in the trailer, because I was literally watching because in the trailer, like everyone's saying, like, you'll never be able to guess what the fuck this is about. I watched trailer couldn't. I mean, I thought it was going to be like, you know, Skarsgård's character was going to be like, obviously, some creep motherfucker that is maybe there's a call or something, a fucking underground fucking B&B dwellers or something. I don't know. I had no clue really and then when it got revealed what it was then I was like oh fuck this is fucking brilliant and they played this so smart and I think the if I can remember correctly I think the theatrical trailer for from dusk till dawn actually showed the vampires but as someone who did not see the trailer when I first saw the film when I was eight nine years old once I saw that I had no fucking clue that vampires were showing up so when they did I was like I need, we need something like that. And I think barbarian did that obviously to, you know, whatever, uh, naked, mongoloid, hairy nipped, uh, you know, type of monster, uh, Hills have, uh, eyes type monster, uh, movie that was, um, I think something like that would be amazing. And maybe, who knows, maybe we get something in Salem's lot where there's like a big fucking twist and it writes a whole new lore, like attached to like the original story, and they're able to expand exp- expand expand upon that, and and uh, and make a sequel, and maybe it bounces off. I don't know. I I do think there's a lot of merit in, to Brian's point where they can. It's a hit or miss when they try to like lead you down one road or not give you enough light in the road that you're going down, and then it's revealed. Yeah, but uh, for
1: the, however many years they've shown way too much in trailer, so I will agree.
0: I mean men, I mean men did that, but I don't even know if the guys in the really. men know what the fuck that was about. well, it wasn't even the trailer.
1: it was like the first like you know uh, what hour and a half of the film led you down a road too, and you're like, oh, this is pretty cool, and then the last like we talked about a hundred times, then the end of it is like what just happened and why am I here, and I feel uncomfortable and
0: uh yeah, I don't know, do you know how yeah. um- do you know how that john williams that producer always wanted to just put spiders in movies you remember hearing about that
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's john peters john peters john peters yeah no john john williams uh, yeah i know what you're saying i know what you're talking about though i
0: want to be the guy in hollywood that is known for just making everything a vampire film
2: (laughs) yeah because that john peters i I read a story about the witches of eastwick where (laughs) aliens was really successful So he just kept being like, we need to put an alien in a scene. I don't care where or why, (laughs) but there just needs to be an alien at some point. And they kept having to say,
1: no, you know, part part of me thinks he's just the man for that.
0: (laughs) He was on dude. He was on Rogan's podcast last year and he is as crazy as he sounds. You need to get to
2: Hollywood, Jesse, and you need to be, you need to like take over a movie. And just be like,
1: we need a werewolf. We need a, the yeah, villain. A werewolf, could be like a, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, uh, Jesse, this is a rom com. I don't give a fuck. Take a over a Friday the Thirteenth.
2: <laughs> Get on Crystal Lake, the Crystal Lake show, and you'd be like,
0: you know what? Why? Why can't Jason be a werewolf? I would if I was a high-ranking producer that had swing like that. Could be should be like, I don't give a fuck. You're putting a werewolf in this. I would love that just to read the IMDb reviews, but like it was great all the way up to the one they put a fucking werewolf in this thing. Listen, I don't want to sound like
1: an ass, but I think we just found out our new we could write a new Friday the Thirteenth where Jason gets bit by a werewolf and some and he turns into a werewolf.
0: It's a howling, a howling crossover.
1: Yeah, like it doesn't even. Like, can we bring Creighton Duke back?
2: Yeah, (laughs) he's he's the only one that.
0: He's a he's now a vampire or a werewolf hunter.
2: Yeah. He's the only one that knows that Jason is a werewolf.
1: Hey.
0: Sadly I'm this is it. probably more productive conversation than some of those fucking studio meetings.
1: <laughs> probably. But yeah, I don't know. I think the state of, of film, I mean, especially horror, I think it's I think it's good. So, I'm excited. To...
0: What is everyone most excited for? Me, uh back to what I, we were just discussing, it's definitely the Salem's Lot film. It's what I'm most excited for. What about you yeah, guys? I'm very
2: <laughs> intrigued by uh the one I mentioned earlier called Skinamarink or whatever. Is there a trailer to... for that? Is the trail is that we're talking about the trailer's out? I don't know if the trailer's out. It got released. What the fuck is like... it called
0: Skinner Marink? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Something like that. The plot seems very vague. I, I read a review that didn't give a lot right. away. And
1: it is.
0: Skinner-marinky-dinky-dinky-doo.
1: Is, is it Skinner-marinky-dinky-dink? Yeah. Skinna... There's some people saying it's like really unique
2: and brilliant and there's these other people saying it's a pretentious piece of shit. So
1: I think I will like it. In the doors. Let me read this for everyone. Okay. Is this one two children. Is this one? This is 2022. Am I right about this? Two children yeah. wake up in the middle of the night to find their fathers missing, and all the windows and doors in their home have vanished. Yeah.
2: I want to know where we go from there, you know?
1: The director... This is his first feature, looks like. Or it her, is... I guess.
0: What is everyone's is? Are there any? Well, what about you, Eric? What are you most looking forward to, mo- movie-wise? Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, Salem's—I I don't know if there's anything really like specifically that I'm like really, really, really. I mean, um Salem's Lot. I'm I'm intrigued for obviously. You know, I'm intrigued for Scream, uh, just because I I want to see where it it's gonna go and how bad it's gonna be. I mean, I don't think there's been a Scream film that's come out that I've hated, so. Will this be the one that I, I hate? You know? Um horror wise, that's what I'm I'm probably the most excited for. I mean, there's a couple other films coming out this year that not horror that I'm I'm excited for. I know there's another Expendables and Creed Three, uh you know, with no Sly stallone, but
0: is every is so as far as um physical releases what has everyone picked up recently for physical releases i know eric you and i have talked about picking up the um steelbook of halloween ends it came at the end of last month i was able to watch all the special features on that it's nice um i will say once you have a 4k a true 4k player and a and a 4k tv it does uh watch some halloween ends today with um with commentary and uh yeah it looks looks great there is a difference between the Blu-ray. It's not so drastic that you need it, but um the 4K does look good. Um I am interested to see what we're going to get this year from a box set. It seems like every year we get a new box set, and, and Scream Factory did give us three years ago the Friday the 13th box set. I would like to know. If we're going to get that when we're going to get that night, that nice full Blu-ray Nightmare on Elm Street box set. And I know last year in the year before in 2021, we got the first five Halloweens on 4K with updated packaging, some even more special features. And then last year we got uh, what did we get. We got curse um, H2O and resurrection on 4K and yeah. a little box set. Do you think they're going to wait until 2024 to do a 40th anniversary release with the full series of Nightmare on Elm Street? Because it's been it's been highly speculated for years that Scream Factory is going to do it just because they've done all the big dogs or most of the big dogs. So I'm interested to see them anyone do the for the Nightmare on Elm Street series. I would love to get a nice Nice box set in the vein of that original DVD one that had the awesome case. Yeah, I mean, God, I hope
1: they do, to be honest with you. I mean, I haven't really – I don't know. I don't think you said you read anything. I haven't read anything about no, it, like, no. lately. But, yeah, I mean, I think it would be amazing. When you kind of have, like I said, Friday the 13th and Halloween. And, and I mean, I think that's – I know the fans would clamor for that. So.
2: Yeah, that's what I want the most too because that's my favorite of those big franchises and I would love a Scream Factory one honestly to like you know sort of go with the collection with the Halloween and Friday the 13th I think those would all look awesome next to each other oh yeah I agree I just want to hold you know each individual movie with the original artwork as a blu-ray in my hands it would just be
1: beautiful yeah original artwork it'd be cool to see some up you know i know obviously screen factory is known for their updated artwork it'd be cool to see uh, some sort of new takes on some of the artwork so i mean that would be awesome but yeah i mean releases that i've picked up recently the only thing is really the halloween and steelbook i did pre-order sidekicks from vinegar syndrome yeah i still uh,
0: need to pre-order that
1: uh, but other than that, that's really all I've gotten. You know, musically, I, 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 I did finally get the Halloween Ends uh LP, the 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 score from uh, Sacred Bones. Uh, that's beautiful. I know I showed you guys pictures, so that was really cool. Um, I think they they did a great job with that. So yeah.
2: I got when you you know you gave us the heads up about Midsummer being five dollars. So, I picked that up along with Nope. Um nice. And I just got from the John Carpenter birthday sale on a uh, Shout Factory. I got Someone's Watching Me on Blu-ray. I nice. might get Starman as well cuz I can't find my copy.
0: Well, now and it's I time to, to pick that up for sure.
2: Yeah, today's probably the last day of the sale. Okay as it is john carpenter's birthday
0: happy 75th to john carpenter 75 years old today Mm-hmm. still kicking yeah, we,
1: we had to we definitely had to mention that if we didn't mention yes yeah, happy 75th to the king still doing a screen factory he's got that sale going on right now they also are running a uh a contest for an autographed copy of uh, the anthology lp
0: no, oh, nice. That. nice i didn't see that um something i am excited for and i know you two are as well because we never got an official blu-ray release i'm not even sure if we ever got an official dvd release i think we did but it was very limited if there was one because i only have a bootleg but we're getting a, a 4k and blu-ray release from second sight of martin george romero's martin finally and the the 4k is all region so uh, if anybody's interested in picking that up, a great, great film from George Romero, one of his uh, lesser known and maybe not as popular as his dead films or or Creep Show, uh, but a fucking awesome film that we all love. Uh, finally getting yeah. a, a nice high def release.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I got the I have a DVD copy, uh, but uh, hey, it'll I'm... be cool to get an update of that for sure. Wait, I'm sorry, Does, is
0: it just 4K? So it's 4K and Blu-ray. The 4K, because okay. all 4K is all region, but the blue, the Blu-ray disc is region B. I, 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 I think I
2: stop at Blu-rays. So I don't know if I can do 4K. I would have to <laughs> buy a whole new TV, right?
0: I mean, you can still play it. It just won't play it. You won't get the full yeah. scope in 4K. But I've had, I mean, I'll. You can as long as your player is 4K. Like you're fine. It's gonna
1: enhance it. Even like the shit that you get. Yeah. Netflix has like a bunch of 4K stuff you can watch on. Even on my TV, like I don't have a 4K TV. I don't believe in. Uh, the shit looks so crystal. So.
0: Well,
1: yeah, TCL is was... 4K, Eric. Is it 4K? Well, there you go. Yes, then I just need a 4K Blu-ray player, and we'll be good to go.
2: I got speed on 4K, so I guess I'll, I'll test it out.
1: Explain <laughs> that one to me. He won a fucking I contest.
2: Won...
1: Oh yeah, yeah that's right. 90s. Theme the contest. I got my They're left cool. eye
2: pop vinyl. <laughs> yeah, as you
1: I... can see, you get the TLC pop vinyl.
2: My uh... friend's puzzle box.
0: You're gonna get that sign. You're gonna get that. You actually left eyes dead, so you can't. But you can get something TLC signed And TLC probably plays at the fair next
2: year. <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to them and be like, "Hey, you want to sign this vinyl?" figure You know, we you're... should
1: talk about um friends? just because we go there a lot. We should talk about what do you guys think of uh, the people that have been announced for Monster Mania so far.
0: I mean, some I can do without, but I like when they add people I have no interest in because that means it's going to detract people from the people I want to meet. Right? So they just announced Jack, Ural, Haley for yep, um, uh, yep. March for the March show. They announced a bunch for the April show that they're doing in Maryland, but they announced the Sons of Anarchy a bunch of Sons of Anarchy casts. I am excited that Rose McGowan is finally doing a monster mania. Very excited about that. She's doing Saturday, Sunday only. And I was just bitching about this to Bridget. And then lo and behold, old Dave Hagen announces Kimberly back, Amy Steele, Adrian King and Dana Kimmel, all the final girls from the first, uh, the first four films. And I'm ecstatic because one, I need, I need Adrian King's auto on my 40th anniversary Friday, the 13th 13th poster that Sean Cunningham signed. And I would like to, uh, time permitting. I would love to meet Kimberly back, Amy Steele and, uh, and Dana. I was going to say, are you, are you going to meet them all? Because
1: I have this weird twisted thing in my head that if I met one of them that I'd have to meet them all. I mean, that's kind of how I felt about some of the dream warriors cast. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Same. But i i'm excited too, because i have adrian king and i have amy Steele, so i'm gonna get dana Kimmel and kimberly back and well, dana there you, go. you
1: got it all, you get it all figured it out figured out don't you
2: yeah i do i think there was someone else i wanted to meet but i can't remember i'd have to look again
1: well Who those scream, that? those scream factory friday the 13th posters are so sick too so it's like yeah. so it would be like such an idea to because obviously i have them but they're still I haven't just like they're not displayed for me yet. Like I just have them in the tube still. So it'd be sick to get all the signatures. But then again, we're talking not only we're talking money, we're talking the time. As you guys know, Monster Mania is crazy now. So waiting for everyone would be wild.
0: Oh, Piper!
2: Fucking Piper Laurie! That's the one I'm most excited for.
0: Piper. Piper Laurie got announced. Yeah, Yeah,
1: you didn't see BT. BT cut a goddamn promo on the internet about how excited he was.
0: Why do I not Plus, see it on their Inst- on their Instagram page? Did they not announce it on their Instagram page? They did. No, they they did. Unless oh they yes, it down. I see it. I see it. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Yeah, we we talked about it in the group chat, and you were you were responding. So,
1: well, we talk about it a lot. Cut them a break. That's true.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, are you meaning Rose McGowan, Brian?
1: It
2: depends on the line. I feel like there's going to be a long line, and I feel like she's going to be me. I feel like she's going to be mean to me, so I'm scared. She's going to be mean her, to
1: you. I think I'm going to try. I mean, what do you? What are you? Are you guys going to get? If you need her, you can do something screen related, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, she's going to be on my poster with yeah, with your poster, with with, with Nev Lillard, Skeet, Roger Jackson, and Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, because then like, I, I, I will have I will have the entire main cast.
1: Yeah, that's sick. I, I like him so regretful now. Minus like, Courtney Cox and David Arquette. I'm so regretful now because I have that screen poster that just has Jamie Kennedy and Lillard so like I would have her sign that as well but Jesus like Nev's. Hoping Nev comes back.
0: Nev's done with horror. She fucking, she's sick of this shit. <laughs> shit, I'm
1: do, I'm sticking with the fucking Lincoln lawyer.
2: <laughs> I am gonna have Rose McGowan sign my charmed box set. Um,
0: and your, and your <laughs> butt crack.
2: Cause it's like, you know, why do I have this? Well I could have it I only like half the show The first four out of eight seasons
0: Is she in those? Um, Yeah Perfect tell her that
2: Well I also like seasons five and six Are watchable and then after that It's just I guess I like most of the show
0: I mean I Um, 100% need Rose on my Screen poster but I also partially Just want to fucking just present her with the devil In the flesh DVD to sign Just so she'd be like oh my god
2: (laughs) I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have her sign my, um, Phantoms, the Faculty double feature DVD.
0: Wow, that'd be great. I'm gonna be like, gonna make sure sign you sign
2: her
1: the left side. I'm gonna have her sign her sign at one of those giant jawbreakers.
0: <laughs> that'd be awesome, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it would hold up, but. I mean, are we doing just Saturday? Because if we do just Saturday. If we want to meet Rose McGowan, I don't know if we. I do think the VIP thing's a little a rip off, though. You pay it, you got to pay $150 for a VIP, but you can only line jump one person.
1: Yeah, that's where it's bullshit. When you told me that, after the debacle we had with David Arquette, I like. I'm still so fucking upset about that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait a second. So I don't know. If you get to line jump a bunch of people with VIP, that. Makes sense to me, but if you just line jump one person, that just feels petty.
1: How much is a VIP again? $150. Jesus, see, that's just insane. So you're I'm paying like, $100. i am gonna get in basically front of you
2: specifically because I'm VIP and you're not.
0: I'll tell you right so now, you're all paying
1: all $120 just to $150. But well, what I'm saying, it like you're paying a, the
0: difference between just a regular ticket. Well, VIPs are sold out now anyway, but yes, the VIPs, yeah. you only get to line jump one person.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I know this is kind of off topic with the pod, so. But yeah, it's, when it's in Cherry Hill, it's tough to go multiple days if you're not staying there, you know?
0: Yeah, and the next but, question yeah. is, Do we do we just go Friday then?
1: I would do that. Rose isn't there Friday, though,
0: right? No, she's there Friday, Saturday.
1: Oh, I thought Saturday, Sunday, you
0: said. You, it's such a risk going on a Friday if you're not going to go any other day, because what if someone's flight's delayed and they're not in there and you want to meet them? And I feel True. like that happens more often than not.
1: Whoever's still listening, I hope you guys are interested in Monster Mania.
0: Maybe we get Hagen on the podcast.
1: Dougie Edge, for sure, or whatever his name is.
0: Yeah, it's gonna anyway. be, it should be an exciting year. I'm looking forward to it. Exciting year.
1: What's great about being a horror fan is there's as me and Jesse and, and all of us talk in the group chat all the time is if you're a collector like we are, there's something coming out every goddamn time you open up Instagram. So mm-hmm. it's yep. a beautiful time Absolutely. always. You know, there's either somebody's announcing a new soundtrack coming out, new vinyl, new, new Blu-ray, new 4K, new T-shirt, new poster. This never ends.
0: No, it Let's never check. does. Never does. I've outgrown my room down here. I have no. I have very little room for anything left down here. I need yeah, a bigger I, house.
1: I I hit my max uh, with what the wife will let me display. So yeah, I'm pretty much. I'm with you. I'm with you. We need to just combine it and start a museum.
0: I'm telling you, right now. I said it the other night. When when I die, Bridget's gonna have fucking. She could just open a shop. Don't even fucking. Don't even sell everything all at once. Just open a fucking shop. You'll be in business for a few years.
1: Yeah, and then just
0: and just fucking close one day.
1: I'm all for it. I'll help her out.
0: We just sold our fucking seventh and final copy of Lost Boys on Blu-ray. You're, we're all we're closing the shop. <laughs>
1: Bad Bath and 18 Visions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) BT, wake up. I'm awake. I just, you know.
0: The next question is, when are we doing the Quentin Tarantino top list podcast?
1: Whenever you guys want. I know the first one, we we were close. I I, I submitted my list to Jesse, but maybe there'll be some tweaks, you know?
2: Yeah, I guess I should rewatch some more of his movies. Some I've only watched once. Like what? Like once upon a time in Hollywood. You've um, only seen that once?
1: Come
2: on. Yeah, and it's the newest one, Eric. Um, I'd have to rewatch the Heful Eight.
0: That's only watched that there. recently.
1: I Both think versions besides that football, What, Eric? Sorry. I said that what? Netflix has got both versions, like the extended or whatever. And yeah, like I watched the, the
0: extended. One. I I didn't find much uh, different. I guess I couldn't, uh, but I haven't seen the original one in a couple of years, so
1: yeah. Original version. Well, that's gonna be a fun one because obviously, we talk about a lot of kings and queens on this show, and uh, Tarantino, as we know,
0: he's definitely a queen. Is,
1: he's the Mad King.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. boys. This has been a fun, fun. app. Uh, Jesse let's... and I
1: are going to talk a lot about physical stuff, like physical uh, media that we buy too, right? That's the thing we're going to be doing in the future.
0: Yep. Going to be uh, post posting pictures and having the audio content just because I don't want to do the YouTube thing. I'm um, uh, posting the audio of us discussing our purchases and things like that. And we're going to be posting them so everyone can get the visual aspect I guess we should do uh, YouTube videos, but I just, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it, but I also have a, I have a face for audio only anyway. Well,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm behind whatever you decide, but you know, I think pictures are sufficient and audio, of course.
0: Well, uh, yeah, let's, let's hopefully get this Quentin Tarantino episode up and running soon uh maybe we'll even do some uh 40th anniversary celebrations maybe a Legacy week for a film from 1983 who knows there's so many films from 1983 that we can choose from so yeah I'm in yeah. it's
1: gonna be it's gonna be a good 2023. Oh.
0: Yeah, I hope so. Hopefully, our legacy, whatever legacy week we do, we should do some more com or commentaries because that fast times of Richmond High commentary was one of the most fun episodes I've ever been a part of.
1: Yeah, no, they're when we're together, we're doing a commentary. We didn't, I guess, we don't even necessarily have to be together, but yeah, those are definitely work on trying to get some of those out.
0: Yeah, 100%. You can check us out on Spotify and. Apple podcast at heart guy media on Instagram and Twitter it's a Sight and sound podcast um give us a follow let us know that you're listening and if you're not we'll know that too uh so we'll see you on the next episode and welcome to 2023 the let's see 17 18 19 20, 21, 22 23. The seventh, the seventh calendar year of this podcast. How about that? Blow your balls off!
1: Damn years. It's amazing stuff.
0: So here we are, twenty twenty three. Let's get fucking weird, wild, and wacky.